Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Your guide to protecting your personal health, bringing you simplified answers to the complex questions surrounding healthcare. Everything from cancer to liver transplants, nutrition, exercise, my yoga and Pilates instructor, Dana Goodale, mental health, and even pet care. Dr. Wayne Hunthausen, Westwood Animal Hospital, empowering you to take control of your health and wellness. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you, and I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy, just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. And now, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Our producer today, Miss Alicia Cox. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. Our newest affiliate, KOIL AM 1290 in Omaha, Nebraska. Very happy to be in the Cornhusker State. Going to be spending a lot of time down there with the folks at Blue Cross of Nebraska. So looking forward to that. If you want to follow me on Facebook, you can do that at America's Healthcare Advocate. That's the Facebook page. Also the website, America's Healthcare Advocate. AmericasHealthCareAdvocate.com. We just launched a brand new website. It's really great. Looks really good. There are a lot of videos up there. In fact, Nate Tate, who is in studio with me today, and the lovely Joyce Thompson in studio with me today, uh, we made a series of videos about Medicare. Those are all posted up there now because it is Medicare open enrollment season. So you can go up there and look at those. There's also a couple of videos up there that Nate and I did on ACA, open enrollment, uh, Obamacare, individual health insurance, whatever you want to call it. So all that is on the new website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Now, I get a lot of emails, and some of you have been sending me emails asking for help. And then when I respond to you, the email isn't right. So if you'll put your telephone number in there, then if we can't get you by email, we will reach out to you by phone. Um, so again, if you're looking for help with health insurance or some health-related matter, put the phone number in as well as your email address. We don't sell information to anybody. We're not selling you anything. If you want help, and but for some reason, these emails are not working out all that well. So once again, if you want to do that, feel free to. Also, Today's show, along with all the shows, are on the podcast platforms, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spreaker. I'm getting feedback off of those as well. We did the ADA Assurance Show on uh, folks, uh, businesses trying to comply with the uh, ADA laws for handicapped people. We got a lot of feedback on that show. So if the podcast platform works for you, it's up there. The shows are all posted up there. As I said, in studio with me, the lovely Joyce Thompson today, live in studio. Hello, Joyce. Hello, Carrie. Great to have you here. Thank you. Nate Tate in studio. Hey, Nate. Good morning. Glad to have you back. So we are going to be talking today about ACA, Obamacare, individual health insurance, whatever you know it as. Um, open enrollment season is upon us, and we do this show every year to walk you through how you get a subsidy, how you get a policy, what's available, who can help you, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why in studio with me is Joyce Thompson and Nate Tate. So let's just kind of dive in. Open enrollment season, Joyce, starts when for ACA, Obamacare? It starts uh, November the 1st, and this year it's been extended to January the 15th. However, if you would like a January start date, you must enroll by December 15th. 
Okay, so it's only till January 15th now, Nate? That's correct. Okay, so, but I will tell you, and I probably shouldn't say this on the air because you're all going to sit back and wait for it to happen, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if we get another extension like we did last year, Nate? Definitely a possibility. Yeah, it definitely is a possibility. But the good news is, and, and really you shouldn't wait and heed what Joyce said, if you want a policy that starts January 1, when do they have to start? Uh, they have to start November 1st through December 15th. Okay, so they've got to get a policy signed up and in place November 1st through December 15th. Correct. Okay. Nate, talk a little bit about these policies and how they're structured and how they work, and then we'll get into some of the other details a little later in the show. Sure. The um, The Affordable Care Act policies, they cover all pre-existing conditions. They cover the cost of preventative care. You go in for your checkup. You go in for, for your wellness visit. As long as the provider doing it is in the network, then it's no cost to you. The insurance covers it. And it's really important to get those uh, that preventative care because, A, it's no cost, and, B, it's how they catch things early. And that makes a huge difference on the healthcare system. And if they catch something early, it's going to be easier to treat, less hard on you physically and financially. So, how many carriers? Now, typically, you know, we used to have like before before ACA Obamacare came into play, we had like eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve carriers in Kansas and Missouri. That's not the case now. How many do we have in Kansas and Missouri now? Uh, we've got five, um, at least in the Kansas City metro area. Okay, so that's an improvement from where we were about three years ago when we had one Correct. or two. Mm-hmm. So we've got five now in, in, in the Kansas City metro. Joyce, when fo- uh, Nate mentioned this in-network thing, how important is it for people to understand what their network is, especially on these policies? Uh, yes, Carrie, it is very important because um, staying in the network will allow you to get the, the uh, negotiated rate. Uh, with the co-pays. Uh, if you step out of the network, you may not be covered at all. Now, emergency rooms and urgent care, you are covered. Okay. So the emergency room, if you go to an ER, you're, it's not a network issue because obviously you can't tell if you're in an ambulance, you can't tell the ambulance driver, hey, I got to check my in-network hospital while you're you know, racing to the hospital. So obviously they exempt that. But the rest of, if you your physician, Nate, um, if you're going to get a surgical procedure, anything else you're going to do, you need to make sure you're in the network when you're doing that. Right. Pretty much all these plans, if, uh, if you're not in network, it's as if you don't have insurance. So let, let's talk about the networks. The networks are different for different plans, are they not? Correct. Um, at least in designation. that We have uh, EPOs and HMOs. Okay. So let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about some of the network issues. Let's let's use Blue Cross of Kansas City as an example. How many networks are they offering? Are they narrow networks? Are they premier? You know, what are they offering in the way of networks for Blue Cross of Kansas City? Well, since uh, Blue Cross returned to the marketplace, their marketplace plans have been a very small network uh, called an EPO, um, and it functions exactly as we've been describing. Where if you're out of the network and it's not an emergency, it's not covered. Your insurance is not involved. That said. For 2022, Blue Cross is bringing back um, an individual plan with their preferred care blue network, the, the network that they've, they're have they known for. It's going to be pricey, but it will be there. Well, and okay, so it, it, it it's going to be pricey, but here's the thing. These are offset a lot of times by the, uh, the, the, the subsidy that you get from the government when you go apply for this thing. Sometimes it covers the whole premium or 80% or 90%. Sometimes it's only 50%, but the point is... This is why I bring this up. This is what people do. They look at the first thing they do is they go right to the bottom and they look at the price. Right. That's not always the smartest way to do this. 
okay? Not at all. You, you, you need to know, A, what is the network? B, what is the carrier offering in terms of benefits? Because they're not all the same. They're different. That's okay? right. Okay. And so it's important for people to know all of that before they make a decision, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a lot of factors that come into play. And sometimes um, people, I've seen them stress and say, oh, I need I need the biggest network possible. I need the biggest network possible. And I say, well, give me your doctors and your hospitals that you absolutely have to have um, or anybody you just want to have and let me see. And sometimes I can find them a plan with a smaller network that costs them a couple hundred dollars less a month and all their doctors are still in that network. And it makes a big difference. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense for uh, you know somebody that's fifty-five years old to want Children's Mercy, right? Correct. And that's the Children's Hospital here in Kansas City. So mm-hmm. what you're trying to do um, is get them in a network that's going to make sense. But like you said, that could be a hundred dollars less for Children's Mercy, right? Right. Yeah, and so I mean, you, you take that hundred or two hundred dollars worth of savings um, per month, and you multiply out. You know, 12 months, you're looking at $2,500. Yeah, and if you don't know that, if you go up online and try to do this stuff yourself, okay, and you think, okay, I've made a good decision, you try to enroll and do the whole thing online, and then you find out, oh, well, I could have had another policy that had the same hospitals and was an excellent network, but I'd save $200 a month in premium. That's right. Yeah. So there are new, what I'm trying to say here for everybody to get, Joyce, is there are nuances in these things, right? That's correct. And you guys are there to explain that and walk them through it, correct? Correct. Correct. And a lot of people are not aware that they may qualify for a subsidy. And uh, due to the ARPA, they may get a subsidy. Uh, Example, I had a guy yesterday that uh, he makes $120,000 a year. He's 62 years old, and he gets a subsidy. Okay, so you see, that, you know, that, that, that shock a lot of you out there. Yeah, $120,000 a year, and he's still going to get a subsidy. So when we come back from the break, we're going to dive into the subsidy thing and explain to you how you find out if you qualify, what it means to qualify, and how you actually get that money to help pay for your health insurance. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. The website is RPS Benefits by Design, Inc., rpsbenefitsbydesigninc.com. If you want to go to the website, the phone number to call these folks, 913-385-2224, 913-385-2224. They'll be happy to help you. Stay tuned. When we come back, we'll get into the whole subsidy issue. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to our website. If you want to send me an email, feel free to do it. America's Healthcare Advocate.com. Remember what I said in the opening? Put your phone number in there just in case the email thing isn't working because I got a couple of those this week and I, I tried to respond, but I couldn't but kept bouncing it back. So if you can put the phone number in, that way if we can't get through to you on the email, we will call you and be able to help you. Our producer, Miss Alicia Cox, I'm your host, Carrie Hall, in studio with me, Joyce Thompson and Nate Tate from RPS BBDI. We're, this is our annual open enrollment show for ACA Medicare. So that's what we're talking about today, explaining how these policies work, 
you know, we've got an extended open enrollment period now through January 15th. Um, they were shut off on what, like December, December 31st? 15th. December 15th. Okay, so yeah, they've really opened this up, and I think that's a good thing. It gives people more time to get this done. But, as Joyce said, if you want a policy for January 1, you've got to sign up by when? By December 15th. Okay, so by December 15th, if you want your policy in effect for January 1st. That's really important. By the way, if you want to reach out to these folks after the show today, 913-385-2224. They're happy to help you anywhere in the country. Also, the website, RPS. Benefits by Design, Inc., that's I-N-C, not I-N-K, I-N-C.com, R-P-S, Benefits by Design, Inc.com. You're laughing because I said I-N-C. I actually had somebody put I-N-K in there, so that's why I did that. Okay, Nate, let's get, people get very confused by this whole subsidy thing. Let's get into the subsidy thing and explain it to people and how they qualify. How do you do this? When somebody comes in, you literally do this for them. How do you do it? Yeah, so, um... It's it's a process, but the long game that we're trying to do is fit the plan to your need and find out exactly what's available. So we start off, we get your zip code, we get your county, so we know what plans are available. Find out how many people in the age so that we can see the rates, and then we start to get into the subsidy. We got to figure out what your estimated household income is for the year, and um, then based off of that, the government may or may not give you a certain amount of money. Um, that goes toward your health insurance. And when I say give it to you, they don't give it to you directly. You pick a plan, and then they will pay that amount of money to the insurance company, and then if there's anything left over, that's what you have left to pay. Okay, so it used to be 400% of the poverty level. That has changed, correct? Right. Um, It didn't matter how expensive the plan was. If you made over 400% of the poverty level, then you didn't get a subsidy, and they took that roof off, and that's going to continue at least through the end of 2022. Okay, so you just heard Joyce in that last segment she had a guy come in who's making one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year. He still, what, what kind of subsidy did he get, Joyce? It wasn't as large as some of them, but he got it was around one hundred and I think fifty seven dollars. But okay. still, that helps. That's one hundred fifty seven dollars. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to pay. Correct. Okay, and he's make, you know if you're making one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year living in the heartland, you're doing pretty good. That's correct. So it's remarkable that you still qualify for that. So, so. You know, I think when folks try to do this on their own, they, they get very confused. They try to go up on those government websites, and that's that's your first mistake. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, because they're confusing as hell. Okay, people get up there and they spend, you know, they're up there for an hour trying to figure it out, and they still don't get it right, or they do it and it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And what happens if you if you if you do it yourself and it's wrong, and at the end of the year you find out you got a subsidy you shouldn't have gotten? What happens? You got to pay it all back. Thank so, you. Yeah, if okay. you. Uh, if you got a thousand dollar a month subsidy, where the government's paying a thousand dollars out, and you were supposed to only get three hundred, and you use that for the full year, you owe back to the government twelve months of seven hundred dollars. So they're going to give you a nice little letter from the folks at the IRS saying, "Guess what? You owe us money, right?" Yeah, and you find out when you file your taxes, and then they just tack it on and say, "Oh yeah, here's the rest that you owe." It's a really unpleasant uh, happening. Yeah. So the simplest way to do this is. Come in, sit down, Joyce, go through it with you, let you explain it, uh, yes. and, and walk them through the process? Yes. Uh, we usually, with ACA, uh, we can do that over the phone. It makes it easy for everyone. Uh, you can just call us, uh, have all your information, your Social Security number, uh, your income, and then we can put it in the computer, calculate it, and we can even enroll you while you're at home. So when they calculate this, the, the income, Nate, if it's a house, so we're talking, let's say somebody's 35 years old, 
husband and wife, and they've got two kids. How does that get calculated? Is it just one or the other or both, or how does it all work? So what we'll do is we'll put in the number of people seeking coverage, and then we'll put in the expected household income. So even let's just say um, that it's only dad who needs coverage. Mom has coverage through her job, and the kids are covered under it, and he only needs it. We're going to put in their full household income, even though it's just him, but we'll also put in that it's a household of four so that the government knows that while only one person is applying for coverage, all four people are consuming that income. And then that gets them a better subsidy to go toward a plan. Okay, so that go back. I want to go back through that again. I want people to understand. The number of people in the household versus the amount of money you make affects how you get a subsidy. So if you've got four people and you're making that $120,000 a year, that's a little different than one guy. You're going to get a much bigger subsidy, right? That's right. Okay, so that they need to understand that. You know, I'll give you an example. When you talk about somebody's on a plan, but the other people in the family aren't on that same plan, or they're on it and they're getting killed. For instance, a number of years ago, we had a teacher in the Olathe school system call. She was on the plan. Her husband and kids had to pay because that's the way it works, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it was, it was, they were paying like $1,000 a month or something. And Joyce, you wrote the policy. Mm-hmm. They, were a, they were able to get a subsidy, and it basically covered uh, him and the kids paid almost 80% of it, Yeah, right? correct, correct, because they did qualify for a large subsidy. Yeah, yes. so th- that's why when Nate says you might have, you know, maybe you've got insurance through your employer, but they only cover you as the employee, and you're paying all of your dependents, or you're paying half of your dependents, whatever the case may be, they may qualify for this program, right, Nate? That's right. And that's important to know. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, you don't know what you don't know, but and when you're going through the healthcare.gov uh, process of applying for a subsidy, there are like 32 optional questions, and each one has. Are a you per- wait a Hold on. There's 32 optional questions. You know, only Correct. the government could design a thing where you're supposed to go sign up and you get to answer 32 that are optional. Right, and you don't know what the what the purpose is because they don't tell you. They like, hey, you know, does your coverage in now? Does do you have coverage? And it says if you do, um, but put down no if this. I mean, it's like. It's almost like filling out taxes. Not that complicated, but it's it's confusing. And so a lot of people don't know why they're asking that question. They answer things, and it volunteers information that sometimes gets them in a pickle. And so that's kind of the expertise that we bring. We know what those questions do, when to ignore them, and when not to. Yeah, and we come back to the break. I'll ask Nate to go into that in a little more detail. But, you know, this is kind of like going to the DMV, okay? You, 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 yeah, Joyce and Nate are shaking their heads. Yes, you, you, you know... Make, you can you can do it the hard way or you can do it the easy way. This is doing it the easy way. If you reach out to these folks, they'll walk you through the 32 questions, okay, and help you understand and make sure you get the full subsidy because if you don't know how to answer the questions, you may not get the full subsidy, right, Nate? That's right, or you may not get as much as you wanted or you may get more than you should and then you have to pay it back later. Yeah, so this is, this is the safe way to do this. It doesn't cost you anything. By the way, we'll talk about that when we come back from the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate here on the HIE Radio Network. If you want help with this, you can call them at 913-385-2224, 913-385-2224. They're happy to help you. Or rpsbenefitsbydesigninc.com. That's the website, rpsbenefitsbydesigninc.com. You can send them an email off there, fill out the contact sheet, and they'll be happy to get back to you. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more here on America's Healthcare Advocate right back after the break.
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. My producer today, the always perfect Miss Alicia Cox. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. In studio with me, Joyce Thompson, Nate Tate from RPS Benefits by Design. We are talking about ACA open enrollment. That's what we're talking about today. The Obamacare, if you want to call them that, individual and family insurance plans that are available out there. The open enrollment period started November 1st, correct, Joyce? That's correct. And it runs through January January 15th. 15th. Okay, but I'm going to do this every segment so you don't forget. If you want a plan in place January 1, when do they have to sign up by? By December 15th. So if you do it on December 16th, you're not going to get it. Okay, if you do it on December 17th, you're not going to get it. So if you want it in place January 1, sign up by the 15th. Do it now. Don't procrastinate. Because what happens is people wait until the last minute, and then the phones are blowing up, and you guys can't get them in, right? Because you've got like 12 people lined up to do on a particular day, and it gets crazy, right? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So it's better to do it ahead of time and not wait, Nate? Yeah, not only is it hard for us to um, get the stuff in, but often uh, healthcare.gov um, goes down. Because there's so many people piling on. So. Do you hear that, folks? Do you remember when this thing first rolled out, how the red site kept crashing and crashing and crashing? Well, it still does. Not as bad as it used to, right? No, but it still but happens. It still does. So yeah. d- don't, yeah. don't put it to chance. Because then after, after it crashes, they may extend the period, but then you have to prove that you tried. And proving that to them when their system wasn't working is a nightmare. Isn't that, isn't that just hilarious? You have to prove that you tried. I, I just love this. So let's get back into that 32-question thing, because I want people to understand this. Give a couple of examples of things that you can answer one way or another that might affect what you get in terms of premium and and um, subsidy. Yeah, so let's just say um, we got a gentleman who he's uh, changing jobs, and so maybe his new job isn't going to be offering coverage. And so um, we're in the month of October right now. Let's say that his coverage comes to an end on October 31st. Today, he hops on healthcare.gov. He finds a plan. He likes the plan. He starts applying for it. As he's going through it, he gets this question asking, do you currently have health insurance? Now, he has health insurance at that point because his, uh, his employer coverage is still active through the end of the month. He answers yes. Well, as far as healthcare.gov is concerned, he doesn't have a qualifying event because it's not open enrollment quite yet, and they're not going to give him the coverage because he answered yes. He's supposed to answer no because this coverage will be ending at the time he's applying for But they for. don't make that clear to people when they're looking at the website, right? Exactly. And so people answer that thinking, well, i got, I got, I got to answer this correctly. It's the government, right? Right. And then they go do it, and they answered it wrong, and then they wind up getting booted out, right? Right, exactly. So that's, that's an example of one of those optional questions. It has a function, and it has a purpose, but it's not clearly explained. And so a lot of people uh, will do that and think that they don't have an option that they do. So, Joyce, when they come in, uh, folks come in and sit down with you, and they, they haven't done this or they're just getting ready to do it, you, you walk them through all the questions and ask the questions? Correct. We have a, I have a template that I use with the questions that I need to ask them because, like Nate said, there are some questions that you can't ignore. Well, we know which questions to ignore. Uh, it could take us probably, oh, 10 minutes to enroll someone, but if you did it yourself, it could take you an hour Because of those optional questions that you may think, oh, I need to answer every question. Well, we know the questions you do not have to answer. So, Yeah, and and those that can impact what you're going to get, Nate, in terms of subsidies. Right. It makes a huge impact. So let's talk a little bit about plans. So there are five different companies offering plans in Kansas City. They're not – this isn't like Medicare Advantage 
where everybody offers basically the same plan with some different whistles and bells. Maybe you've got home health care or meal delivery or car service or vision or dental. And it's not like Medicare supplements where they're all exactly the same. If everybody's signing up for a plan C or plan G or plan F, whatever it is, you can't change that. That's what it is. These are different, correct? Right. Every company has different networks um, available. Blue Cross is the only one that has more than one network, but then all the others have their own special small network that they deal with. So I'm talking with people. Um, we mentioned earlier, like, oh, do you want to have Children's Mercy in network? Oh, no, I don't. Okay, so that automatically eliminates some plans that are more expensive because they include a children's hospital. Or maybe they say, I specifically want to go to St. Luke's. Well, there's only one company that has St. Luke's in network currently. Um, and so then that immediately eliminates four of the five options. And so we start narrowing in very quickly with these questions on what's going to be the best fit for you. Yeah, and that's really important for folks to understand because let's say, Joyce, that they want KU Medical Center. There are some plans that have KU and some that don't. That's correct. That's why, as Nate said, uh, we ask them the questions first and get it narrowed down to exactly what's going to work for them. A good example is the one you mentioned with St. Luke's. There's only one carrier that has St. Luke's. Yeah. So if so, you're, you yeah. know, let's say you're doing Nebraska Blue, you're in Omaha, Nebraska. It's the same thing, okay? They've got certain hospitals in their network that are available, and there are hospitals that aren't available. I, you know, if you're listening to us in Nashville, Tennessee, if you're listening to me uh, in in San Luis Obispo, California, the, all these networks and all these these plans are different. So if, if you sit down with an expert with somebody that's been certified, and talk a little bit about that here in a minute, that actually understands what it takes to write these and the differences in them. You're not calling some call, some national call center, because there's some of those out there who uh-huh. claim they can write the policies, but they don't know. For instance, in Kansas City, they wouldn't know KU from St. Luke's from Truman Medical Center, correct? Right. Yeah, no, um, it's always good to try to get uh, someone who's local and can help you, or at the very least, a licensed agent. Um, sometimes I help people in areas that I'm not familiar with, but I know exactly where to go to find um, the doctor tools. I don't, don't have a problem calling a doctor's office and saying, listen, I can't find you in um, a network, but they, we've heard that you take this plan. Do you actually take it? And we do that legwork for you so that you don't have to. So you don't have to spend time wandering around from website to website trying to figure out, well, this is this, but this is something different. We do that work, and we're good at it. So, yeah, you are, and that's one reason why we get a lot of people that call and want help. What does it take for an agent to be able and a broker to be able to write these policies, Nate? Well, first you have to uh, be licensed, and the licensing exam is uh, a monster of its own. But then after that, every year you have to recertify with the marketplace. Um, you got to take an ethics course. you got to understand all the ins and outs of the subsidies, how they work, um, who qualifies, what the plans are supposed to cover, um, and how they function. And there's just a lot of uh, details to know in order to be able to confirm to the government that you're actually going to provide people with a plan that's a good fit for them and that you understand enough to be able to do that because they don't you know just like you don't go to somebody who just says they're a doctor there's a program to go through to be ready to do that and yeah so Joyce what is there a test involved in this yes there is a test and as Nate said not for you in the audience (laughs) folks this is for the brokers okay (laughs) right we have to take a test every year to certify with the marketplace I um, mean, we have to pass it with a certain uh, score. And, and what's the score? 
I think it's 86 for ACA. Okay, 86. Yeah, yeah. So it's a B plus. You yeah, got to get a yeah. B plus, or you're not going to get the policy, right? And then right. we get the certificate to prove that we have been certified. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important for people to understand that you can't just roll off a, you know, a truck and start riding these things because you got a, a, a an health and life insurance license. You have to go through that process, Nate. And you have to get appointed. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you're under the purview of CMS, yes? Correct, and that's just the first step. That's to be able to work with the marketplace. But then to sell each of the different insurance companies' plans, you have to be appointed with every one of those insurance companies, and they can keep an eye on you and what you're doing. So there's a really high level of accountability and education and uh, professionalism in us being able to do what we do. Yeah, and if we can't help you, if you're someplace where we're not writing business or we can't help you, the folks at RPS, BBDI, can't help you. They'll refer you to a licensed certified agent that does the same type of thing that they're doing here. So again, if you're somewhere else, you know, and they can't, perhaps it's California or, or whatever the case may be, they're happy to refer, show you how to get a referral. But the, the message I'm trying to get across here to everybody, Nate and Joyce, is don't try to do this. You know, you always see those ads, don't try this at home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Right, don't, don't, right. You see a guy driving a motorcycle 100 miles an hour, don't try this at home. Well, okay, don't try this at home. Right. Okay? Yeah. Because you, you, the chances of you getting in more trouble than you're going to solve are pretty good. Yeah. Yes. The, the 36 op- or 32 optional questions, each one uh, has a different purpose, and we know which ones to a- uh, ask, which ones to skip, and it varies from person to person. We know how to try to protect you from um, having to pay back a bunch of subsidy, but at the same time trying to get you as much as you deserve. Um, an example I used of this is if you had to run in a race once a year and you could have um, Usain Bolt run for you, why wouldn't you? Especially if it was free. And that's what we are in this uh, in this analogy. We're the Usain Bolt of the healthcare marketplace. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. All right, so when we come back from the break, we'll wrap it up. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network. If you want help, wherever you're at, you can reach out to them. They're happy to help you. The phone number is 913-385-2224, 913-385-2224. Ask for Nate, ask for Joyce. They're happy to help you, and, and they will spend as much time with you as necessary. The website is RPS Benefits by Design, Inc., RPS Benefits by Design, Inc. We come back from the break. This is also open enrollment season for Medicare. So we'll spend the last few minutes of the show refreshing your memory on Medicare. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break here on America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. We've got more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HI Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to that brand new website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. It's been relaunched. It's been redone. It's pretty cool. There are videos up there on Medicare, videos up there on ACA Obamacare. Nate is in both those, actually. So you can go up there and watch the videos if you want more information or they can help you or... You could reach out and call them, whether it's Medicare or ACA. They're happy to help you. The number is 913-385-2224. You can call them anywhere in the country. They'll be happy to help you if they can. Also, the website, RPS Benefits by Design, Inc., I-N-C, dot com. RPS Benefits by Design, Inc., dot com is the website. Lots of information up there. You can reach out to them through the website if you choose to do that. All right, you know, this is kind of that crazy time of year mm-hmm. when we've got ACA, we, uh, 
individual health insurance. We've got Medicare. And oh, by the way, people that have small group policies, large group policies, employer-sponsored health care, 90% of them are renewing in this time period. So this is like nutso time Oh yeah, for everybody. <laughs> so, But I want to kind of go back and refresh everybody's memory on Medicare so they don't forget. We're, this is a different open enrollment season now. That's right. So we're going to walk you back a little bit on Medicare to remind you of open enrollment for Medicare, which runs is running now at the same time ACA is running. So let's go back and just refresh the open enrollment for Medicare. All right. So, yeah, open enrollment for Medicare starts on October 15th, runs through December 7th. That's when people can make changes. Now, just as a refresher, Part A and B, that comes from the government. For Part B, you're probably paying one forty eight fifty unless you're in a higher income bracket. We haven't found out yet whether or not the Part B uh, premium is going to be going up yet. There's some speculation that it will, but we don't know. But the thing that's really important for this time frame is not those, but how to cover those gaps. Because Part A and B only cover 80% of your doctor and your hospital bills. So if that's all you have, you're paying 20% of everything that happens to you, doctor and hospital-wise, and you're paying 100% of your medications. So right now during open enrollment, if you have a Medicare supplement plan, it's probably fine. But then your prescription coverage, you need to review. Because even if the plan has been working really well for you this year, it could be that next year is not going to cover a particular drug the same way that it has been, and that can get very pricey. It's always good to review. And likewise with the Advantage plans, not only can the prescription benefits change, but the doctors can change, the price can change, the out-of-pocket max can change. And if you don't know, you don't know. Well, as an example, look what Blue Cross did this year here in Kansas City with their Medicare Advantage plan. Right. I mean, they they put they stacked benefits in that thing that are absolutely amazing. There's actually there's a there's a debit card they that they mm-hmm. put cash on. There are all kinds of benefits. That wasn't in play last year. That's a new deal. Right. So you know these what he's saying, what Nate is saying. These things change every year, and in, with regard to the prescription drug plan. The formularies change, too, do they not? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you may have coverage this year under your Part D plan, but maybe next year they're taking that drug off the formulary. That's right. I had a gentleman, and that's exactly what happened to him. And all of a sudden, a drug that he was paying, and it was a pricier drug, but he was paying 150 a month um, in 2020 for that. And then this year, he stayed on the plane. He's like, Nate, I, it's working great for me. I don't want to review. And that same drug was costing him around 1500 a month. On average, it, you know, Nate said this in the earlier segment. You don't know what you don't know, and you need to understand that. Okay, and that's where these folks consulting with you. And I hope you caught this. They're doing this with their clients every year. So the clients aren't out there trying to figure out on their own when they get the fifteen stacks of stuff in the mail, unsolicited and solicited, and all the rest of it. And you know, you get your new Part D plan that says, "Well, here's your new plan," but it doesn't tell you the nuances of the plan. Right. That's the purpose of having a qualified broker agent that understands this stuff. That can sit down and go, uh-uh, no, this year your Humera isn't going to be covered the way it was last year. You're going to pay more, okay? Or, oh, yeah, guess what? They added this drug this year that wasn't on there last year. So that stuff's all important for them to understand. Oh, it, it can be staggering, um, especially with the fluctuation of prescription drugs and how much they cost and how plans cover them. Um, that's the most important reason to review your drug coverage every year, whether it's through a standalone prescription drug plan or through your Advantage plan. Yeah, and I'm going to recap something that Nate said. You know, you, you hear sometimes you're politicians, other people talk about, well, we just need Medicare. You, did you hear what he said in the opening? You're responsible if you have A and B for 20 percent 
If you're hospitalized, so let's just say you have a $250,000 hospital bill like we had when Lori broke her leg and we had to have surgery and all the rest of it. You get to pay 20% of that if you don't have a Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage plan and the drugs aren't covered, correct? Right. If, uh, if all you've got is original Medicare, parts A and B, then you're on the hook. If you have a million-dollar tra- cancer treatment, you got to pay two hundred grand. Yeah. But- and here's another little piece, a little nuance. Now, if you're a vet... There are, and you're using the VA, okay, there are policies out there now that let you keep your VA drug coverage, right? That's right. Inside the Medicare Advantage plan, which includes Part D prescription drug coverage. So now they've got plans, Blue Cross has got one, where right. you, you can go on the plan, have that really good Medicare Advantage plan, but you can keep your VA drug plan, correct? That's right. And it's specially set up so you don't pay penalties, which the government just enforces because they can, um, and it just protects them. And we, we have something for pretty much anybody. If you call us, we'll we'll figure out what is out there. And then by talking to you and asking you questions, learning about your income, your doctors, your medications, we can help quickly narrow down the plan that's the best fit for you. Yeah, and that, you know, again, like, and I'll repeat it again, you don't know what you don't know. Okay, whether it's an ACA, Obamacare, individual health insurance plan for you or your family, or certain members of your family because somebody's got coverage, but... The other folks either don't or they're paying an awful lot of money or it's one of these Medicare plans. Pick up the phone and give them a call. They'll be happy to consult with you, explain to you what works. Joyce had a gentleman yesterday who had a plan in place. He went in to see her. She told him, nope, you've got an excellent plan. You don't need to change anything. So Mm -hmm. they're happy to tell you what works and what doesn't work and help you make a good decision. That's what's really important, correct? Right, yeah. I mean, uh, every year I talk with dozens of people. And I have no problem telling them, listen, what you have is the best um, it's the best fit for you out of everything that's out there, and here's why. And so they go on, not having made a change, but now they have the security of knowing that what they have is the best fit. And that's always our ultimate goal. Great job today. You and Joyce both. Thank you for coming in today. I'm, this is always important to get this show out there and explain to people how ACA Obamacare works. We wrapped up the last segment refreshing your memory on Medicare and how all that works. Now I want to leave you with this quote from the late General Colin Powell. Success is the result of perfection, hard work, learning from failure, loyalty to those who have worked for you, and persistence. That was Colin Powell. Read every book he wrote. Pretty fantastic guy, frankly. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Once again, if you want help, From the folks at RPS Benefits by Design, the phone number 913-385-2224. The website, RPS Benefits by Design, Inc. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate today. Goodbye, America. 